Hello and welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. And your co-host tonight is Mr. DJ Jazzy Jaznoff. And happy mother trucking birthday. I'm not going to say it because I know Matt's <laughs> going to say it in 35 seconds if I give him a chance. Or if I don't even give Matt the chance, we know Mr. John Ernstberger's in the house, so I know he's going to say it. I will fucking say it. <laughs> <laughs> For the so, record, if anyone files a complaint, that was not me this time. So, happy birthday to Bourbon Barrel Talk. This is, or happy anniversary. Is it a birthday or an anniversary? We're, yes. It's a birthday. Yes. It's both. It's, a birthday. it's both. Okay. Yes. So, anyway. It's we, a birth anniversary. It's a birth anniversary. So, for our third birth of birth anniversary. Birth anniversary. Birth anniversary. I don't even have yeah, that. Yeah, Indiana, Indiana, that's how you Indiana. say it. <laughs> You're going to have to title it that way and figure out how to spell it. Birth anniversary. It's yeah. going to have a red squiggly underneath <laughs> of it. If it's if it's anything like how much we've drank tonight for it being our birth anniversary, I think it's probably going to be a bunch of squiggles, and I don't know. It might look like some wor- weird foreign language. Hey, can you not speak in subtitles? I'd really appreciate it. I, you, I'm done. I'm done. So anyway, so we are back in the in the Brock Bourbon Bar, and we are hanging out with uh, DJ Jazzy Jaznoff, What's up? Mr. Toby OG Hatfield. I'm back. John, oh, you're not asleep on the table this not, time. Not this time. <laughs> <laughs> he's yet. not. He's actually not yet. That's the key word. He's yet. And we got Mr. Ernstberger in the house. Greetings and salutations. And Miss Barbara. Howdy. And we've got a couple of uh, we we got a couple of clowns in the room. We got we we got Nick. We got Jared, and we got Tim. No, we just have Tim's cell phone. We don't have Tim. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> factual. <laughs> so. There's going to be some noise. We apologize, but it is a birthday. This is three years. This is Bourbon Barrel Talk. Where's Can the, you believe it's like three years? I can't, dude, I can't. Like, uh, Can we go to the hot tub and do I, this? I, I swear to you not. Like Toby and I, we were talking about when we question. started this bad boys. No, we can go to the hot tub, but I don't think we can do all this electric equipment. The bad shit's going to happen. Sucks for the equipment. Your little, be, your little wiener will get fried off with the electricity. It will be the third year <laughs> anniversary Scott. and death date of the podcast at the same <laughs> yeah, time. Because somebody else is going to have to pay for all this equipment because it's expensive. <laughs> do, do you know what's crazy about the podcast? Which being part? Three years, what's that? Is the third episode, I was thinking, okay, this is going to be successful. We're going to be able to do something with this. And do you know who the guest was? We are not successful. Who was the third? Matt was the guest. He was the guest. <laughs> and I was like, that was the first time I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe we can do this. That's messed up. Why did we invite Matt along? I, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know him then or anything like that. Didn't the like regret him. on your face, Scotch. I know, dude. Says like, a lot. Can I just go to the bathroom now and just shoot myself? I don't want to make a mess of Barbara and Nick. Hang on, you might get it stuck in your basement. hair. Wow. Straight no, for the bald joke. You got to wait for that one ounce hazmat before you do. One ounce hazmat? Dude, I'm going to tell you what, dude. I love hazmat. Without me, you'd have no hazmat. Hazmat. Matt Matt introduced me to hazmat, I will say, and and, and I love him for that, but... Man, there's there's, there's there's something about hazmat. He's the most irre- <laughs> irresponsible person on the entire planet. Like Matt's like, I'll be there at six and fucking five like seven forty five. Matt shows up, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> like six? Well, I'm like two hours, an hour and forty five fifteen minutes early. Like that's right. That's the problem. He's like, well, on 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 on, high, on mountain high time, I'm fine. I'm, I'm early. <laughs> like, what the hell, Matt? Like everybody else in the world shows up at normal time. Hey man, eat this edible and shut the hell up. <laughs> See, and and when you started this podcast, or we started this podcast, you were like, we like bourbon. We didn't know a whole bunch about it. We, I mean, I knew enough to be dangerous. I mean, I've been drinking a lot. I mean, I, I, I I'd been in my feelings journal quite a bit for you know single barrel pigs, no. and I've been in. I've been pissed off because I didn't get no. enough allocated bottles. You still are pissed off because you don't get enough allocated bottles. Fair that enough. You're right. You're right. But there wasn't as many allocated so, bottles. Then so three years funny ago. enough, I, I was pissed off at, at, at the Brocks over here because. <laughs> 
<laughs> we were at a release one time, and 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 and. and <laughs> And Nick walks in, and I'm like, I'm just waiting for them to open up the till because they're like, oh, we're not going to open until five o'clock p.m. sharp or whatever the whatever the number was. I don't remember what it was, but at like four fifty-seven, Nick goes up and I'll, I want that bottle, and I'm like, son of a bitch, that's the bottle I've been waiting for. Like, like I've been sitting there for like two hours, and Nick bought it. So I went up to him, I'm like, Nick, what, what, what are you doing with that bottle? I just assumed he was a flipper, like most of the other population that's out there. He's like, well, you know, blah blah blah. And we got talking, and we we just had such a, such a connection. I was like, dude, let's come over. Let's do the podcast. Let's do something. He's let's do it. So the next thing you know, like, like what? Fifteen episodes later. I mean, something like that. We're hey, here. What we're here the at, the, at the Brox. It was a E.H. Uh, e. Taylor barrel proof. So uh, oddly enough, you know, so like you don't have enough bottles. At home I, you you're right. I, I'm stupid. I've got way too many bottles. You're right. I, I probably shouldn't have been a big bitch about it, but I was being a bitch at that point. I was. <laughs> I was. I'm not gonna lie. I'll be the first you were one. Mad to admit at me it. this morning. I'm mad at you because you seem to always find a king of Kentucky, and I never do. I've literally been trying to get a king of Kentucky just for like four your years. Your cock fucking sucks. Doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Damn. Damn. My, if I had any feelings left and had Becky not crushed every fucking last one of them, <laughs> that shit would have fucking hurt. Do you think you would have lost the rest of your facial hair? No, probably on that not. One? Probably not. Probably not. Doubt it. Jesus, what, dude? I tell you what, I can't do anything with you. Me being the nice guy at the fucking table tonight, I it really has been. Oh my god, I can't believe you're a, cursing. What? what a, <laughs> no, the Come other on. fucking episode we recorded, the second word of my mouth was, this is good fucking shit. Like, I went on a tirade. But no, like, it has been a special thing, because our, our families are fucking boring as you hell. You gotta put a dollar in the jar so, for every time. Because I hate to tell you that. It's gonna be bad. I owe, I owe $176.50, because Toby and I split one, but... <laughs> That's okay, my wife won't let me go to the strip club anymore, so I got a bunch of ones I can throw in there. Done, you owe I'll seven. Just, I'll just throw them up there. But like, to do a Four podcast with you, Scott, because we just met not too long ago it was probably what a year when we did the uh we did a release at huber's and we went back to ted's little private rick house and did sampling and me and who was it jace was it jason or it was me you carl carl um carl's parents you know what's funny is that like listen it's not my fault you had to, to leave nick well it nick wasn't me the thing we, we literally yeah, just like we just I, I, followed from, ted but i meant that from like back, a scott like, perspective like scott would be so why was you not invited to that? No one can see my facial reaction right now. It's priceless. No one was not invited to that. No one told me about things. Why don't I like allocated stuff? But then he does stuff like that. Be like, well, sorry, man, you weren't there. Like tough shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wait a minute. Well, well, with all fairness, you were invited. Josh invited you just like he invited me. No, Josh, he did that's not. What it was. It was fucking yes, he invited he me yeah. after you were there. That's not true. Yes. No, not true. Hey, man, we're going to be at Huber's in 20 minutes. Will you join well, us? Josh and I were just drinking out of the dip that was on the floor. <laughs> like, there was something catching the leakage, and we were just sampling <laughs> Legitimately, there was straight a, out there was of a, that bucket. You and Josh were already trashed by the time you were like, hey, you want to come and meet us here at Huber's? And I was like, no, it's five, and you guys are already drunk. <laughs> <laughs> See, I got a question for you, Scott. We, right. we When we started to do this, we were like, we're going to reach out to distilleries and we're going to go and visit and do on-sites and test all this great whiskey. We're in a depression. Don't do that. The very first one that we visited... <laughs> Has there been a more fun podcast than we ever did? Maybe than this the, one. Then the but very, we're gonna find out. Then the very <laughs> no, I'm talking about added distillery. Thank so you, added, to Matt, so, for so, that. So, so technically, our first one was was it was fun, but it wasn't. Our second one is the one you're referring to. Well, so uh, our first one was actually Donham Day. Day yeah, and Donham right. Day, Rick was a great host. We had a lot of fun there, but. Yeah, Matt and Jolie and our, our we were all the, the alchemist, no, don't just like Alan put Bishop. Me I, listen, under the bus. I, listen, I, 
I would. Would you just let me finish? No. See, this is the problem with you. This is why nobody likes you, man. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. Is because you interrupt people. Man, right? I'm about to find the duct tape. <laughs> Damn, Barbara shit. This is Ganky. my house. I'm gonna gag your I'm ass. Not mad about that, but I'm a little concerned. So yes, by the by the way, that that is probably I'm gonna say it's easily a top three episode for me of Bourbon Barrel. Wait, the and that was the episode I want to say Lake? seven Spirit. Spirits of French Lake, yeah. Yeah, that was a that was the second distiller oh, we went to, and then Matt and and Jolie and stuff, and started getting kind of. Why is it everyone say Matt and Jolie? Like, because on, you guys were kind of flirting the whole time. time, not really flirting, but kind of going back and forth we and, all and, had the, a good and inappropriate time. stuff. As the Brits would say, "Oh, the banter was real good." <laughs> <laughs> Who's British here that says that? I don't know, buddy. Was here. that British person from Philadelphia? <laughs> 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 Screw you, man. Anyway, it was it was one it was one of my favorite episodes. Uh, we had sorry a ball was that with Tim's it. phone we heard going off in the background. <laughs> it probably was. So wait, so, that was a great episode though. Oh, it was an absolutely fantastic episode. For one, we we, we walked through. We met Alan. He was literally he was love literally Alan. love Alan. By oh, the dude, way. Alan is one of the best people in Bourbon for sure, one hundred percent. So we we were literally we walk into the Rick House slash distillery, and Alan's like leaning over like. Half of his body is literally in the mash tune. And we're like, what on earth is going on? So he comes out, gets out, and like runs over, and he runs back to the bottling line. So then he's bottling stuff. And we're like, we have no idea who Alan is. We've never met him, anything like that. So we, then we walk up front, and we're like, hey, we're here to meet with Alan. We've got an appointment, blah, 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 so on and so forth. So the next thing you know, we're sitting there, and we're just you know chilling. We walk out. Alan's there, and he's bottling. And we get there, and literally— He's gravity-filling, actually. He is gravity-filling, yes. So, And he's like, oh, let me take you to the tour of Rick House. So we go through, and I mean, he must have drilled into 15, 20 barrels that day. And we and just— We are, should not have been upright. Let me no, put it that sure. way. And, and the bottle that we tried, he pulled right off of that bottling oh, line. And it was literally—it was like it was like two ounces short of a full bottle. <gasps> Oh, so about fabulous. about thirty five minutes into the episode, Matt starts talking about putting the tip in. I don't know what that. <laughs> I don't know what he was saying. How does everyone remember the fucked up shit that I do? That's two dollars in the jar. Well, by the way, in case anyone's <laughs> because but, me and Toby were at the time were talking to uh, the Alan, sober ones, and he was talking about Bill Dundee and Jerry the King Lawler and wrestling, and all of a sudden I just hear. Well, what about blah, blah, blah? And I hear something about, well, if you just put just the tip in, and I'm like, what the fudge are they talking about over <laughs> and there? And you and Joe Lee were over there having your own conversation. You literally were having your own oh. conversation. We literally only had three mics at the time. God so literally, damn. it's like me and Toby are sharing a mic. So glad no one who likes me listens to this podcast. <laughs> Matt and Joe Lee are sharing a mic, and Alan has a <laughs> mic all by himself. That's because so, it's great. Oh, absolutely. 100%. So long story short, it turned into being a great episode because by the time I looked back at the 40-minute mark, the entire bottle but two ounces was gone. Well, okay, but here's the, the it, entire it bottle. It started off like really and there was positive. Five of, two, it really started off like... Oh, it was a great interview. And then it just went... It just blew up, yeah. <laughs> but one of the most fun episodes ever. I showed episode. that bottle. It's right there. You're like, okay. In episode like 32, which I don't know if it was really episode 32. We make we, reference this all the time, by the way. One of my other favorite episodes, we decide we're going to go out to Down Home Bourbon, and we, we sit down with Robert Heath. <laughs> Thank God did did we go there? No, time. we did. Are you sure we went there? Oh, Toby. Toby please. was asleep after about 20 <laughs> minutes in. Literally, I looked over to him, and his head was laid on his hands. Not only was it laid on his hands, it was 20 minutes into the podcast. Toby was... <laughs> 
Everything we had was hazmat. Robert's or like, like hey man, King of Kentucky okay? or <laughs> like 120, 130 proof. Everything was barrel strength. And I look over and I'm like, hey, Toby, what do you think about... <laughs> so about me after three full podcasts. Yes. Okay. Fabulous. <laughs> and this is Toby 20 minutes in. Now, granted, well, with, I can't help you there. With all fairness, we we had been drinking for about 30 minutes before we started. But man, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, he's and I've out. Never, I've never seen a table full of as much bourbon as they had on that table that we shared uh, other than when you look around this room now, but Bring it on. Um, the actual table that they was, I mean, who was the gentleman that, that was with him? That was Andrew Clayton. Yeah. Is that, is that his, is that his last name? Andrew? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Andrew, he's with he, the Louisville bourbon uh, club. So. Yeah. And he came over with four or five bottles of stuff and we were trying that and everything else. And yeah. before we even got started, yeah, King of Kentucky, I mean, he had, you know, mm. a couple of old cars, Kentucky, Kentucky Owl, some of the original batches like batch two and batch four. I mean, like, mm. Stupid All of us high proof, really good stuff, and fantastic job. And and Robert was one of my other favorite interviews. I had a great time with Robert and and, and talking through that piece. Um, but dude, I mean, Robert's a good dude. But I, I, I tell you, it, it's been such an adventure. You know, over these last three years, we've sat down, we've met so many fantastic people, and and it's just been amazing. And I and I really appreciate everybody that's been a part of the podcast. I mean, I, I got a question for you though. Yeah, I have an answer. For Who, you. Who's the worst interview? Of all the distilleries and the things that we've been through, what's the one you're like, man? That guy was terrible. I think that girl Sleepy was Toby was pretty great. No, no, <laughs> I'm, talking, I'm talking about the place that we went to, or or the person you talked to. And you're like, man, that was the worst thing ever. It wasn't so. It wasn't the worst <laughs> interview. All been great. Yeah, I mean, let me rephrase this. Question. It was not a bad interview. If we're going to talk about all the good stuff, I'm only here so I don't get fined. So listen, <laughs> it it was it was a great interview, but I was very frustrated with the fact that New Riff would not talk about OKI. I knew you were going to say that. Listen, it's just. And dude, Jay okay. is Jay is an amazing person. I he really was like so Jay. He was though. he is super knowledgeable. But I my my feelings journal because I am such an OKI fan because of some of those sherry finished products and some of those other things that they did. I the fact that he said it was off limits and we couldn't talk about it really kind of hurt my feelings. You think that was worse than um oh the other guys over at what was the competitor to New Riff at that time? Are you talking about Boone County? Yes. So it, that might have been the worst actual interview interview. Because of the situation. I mean, we got shoved into like a little conference room. Oh, like dude. A I mean, we, we, we were literally in the office, not even as big as this table. And there was four of us in there doing an interview, like the reverberation stuff yeah, bouncing off the walls. Yeah, we didn't get to try anything. And we, we tried like three products maybe, but most of it was all the newer uh, Matt, stuff. Matt it was offering to of buy the, stuff to try. Yeah, and it was not any I of I think that was bad. Wow. It was none of the really good stuff. So, But I think that he wasn't ready for us. I don't think he knew that we were coming because when we showed up, he was like, huh? What, what are you doing? I don't know if he was the one that we talked to, so I don't think they were ready for us. Oh. I don't know. It was a, it was a weird situation. Yeah. I, I tell you one of the, the the funniest ones, and only because he literally got so drunk that he missed his airplane was Royce Neely. We went out to Neely Family I Distillery. Love Royce. Royce was <laughs> Royce at that time had just started dating Becca, so I don't know okay. if you know anything about the Neelys or anything like that. So anyway, he had just started dating Becca, and they went out to to uh, Las Vegas, and we had scheduled this podcast like literally like three months in advance. So me and Toby, and I think it was Josh at that time. And Matt, I think. Were you there, Matt? No. No. So so it was me, Toby, and Josh. We okay. show up at Neely Family Distillery, and uh, we're like, where's Roy? We're here to, we have a, we have an interview with Royce. Mm-hmm. And Roy looks at me, he goes, Royce, I ain't here. 
He's in Las Vegas. He's in, oh, he's in oh Vegas. No, I was here. I was oh, you there were there? Okay. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's in Vegas. And I'm like, what do you mean he's in Vegas? We have an interview with him. He's like, well, yeah, he's he, him and his girlfriend went out to Vegas. They didn't make their plane flight home. And I'm like, what the hell? What do you mean he didn't make his plane flight home? <laughs> but, Literally. So, but, but Royce told us all about Neely. I mean, because he's, honestly, yeah. I mean, he, he's, the, he's the patriarch of the family, right? Okay. I mean, other than his grandparents and things like that. But, but the, the totally, best part about that was he was the one, the, the gentleman we talked to was the one who built the building and yeah. he built the Rick house and he, he, he allowed Royce to be able to do what he did. Yeah. 100%. Which, which was awesome to talk to him because he, he actually built everything. Well, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. No. <clears throat> I mean, physically built everything. Yeah. So, so we're sitting here. It's our third birthday <laughs> slash birthiversary or whatever you want to call it. Birthiversary. And, and, and one of the friends of the podcast called me up and said, Scott, I've got something special for you guys because I know your th- your third birthiversary is coming up. So we have the, the privilege of sharing an old Forester birthday bourbon for 2022. Woohoo! So what I, what I'd like to do those. just yeah. just in honor of that, I, I want to do some a little quick tasting on this bad boy. Everybody dive in, get a little, a little sniffy a, sniff. You want to pop the cork? Can, can we get a little bit bigger glass so Matt can get his nose in it? <laughs> do, we, do we have a bucket? <laughs> it took me a second to get that that was a joke. I was like, oh, does he have a problem with the glass? <laughs> I mean, look at that fucking nose, dude. I mean, like, get a trash can, a bucket. I mean, something he can get his nose in. Um, so, <laughs> Barbers can't even talk right now. So, what are you getting oh, on I this? Oh, I cannot n- wait to see the rest of this podcast. <laughs> what, what are we getting on this hey, nose, man? Can you do man? a cork pop on the bottle? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Let's do the cork pop. We've already, we've already opened it, but I'm cork popping this. And that's about all Scott lasts. <laughs> I will say about the bottle, it has got that perfect one-handed chug vibe going on with it. Like Dude, you can that, just that hey, is, you know that what? Is, is one of the hardest hey, bottles. You know to what? Chug. What? One hand chug it then? No. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, the guy that's not had any alcohol for thirteen days is just gonna literally have his heart explode <laughs> after doing. Let's that. not do that to the him. one who bought it. It's like, yeah, motherfucker, you shouldn't have talked about my nose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just wait. This is gonna get great. <laughs> I love Matt. Let me he's, get my shoe shine kit for your head people. real quick. So anyway, nose. Get a little banana, a little bit of cocoa, some orange zest. So, I mean, right, we're going to obviously compare this to other years. I mean, uh, if, That's a little hard to do if you've never had any of them. Yeah, same. Well, good thing Scott has all of them at his house that he can bring over in a heartbeat just by opening them because Rare. he opens everything. So Scott wow. opens everything. Open your so mom. have you seen my bar? <laughs> Jeez, it's <laughs> a joke. He doesn't open anything. That's not true. I have plenty of bottles open. How's your I, birthday I will say open? I do not have the Brock family bunker. Do you have your open? Do you have your birthday bourbons open? I have two. Mm. This is the third one I've got open. Okay, what are they two? I didn't bring them. Okay, I brought these. Okay. I brought this. Sure. I have a 2018 open and oh. I have a 2016 open. Oh, okay, good. What'd you bring? Just to get it it's over there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to our our old Forster birthday bourbons. I get a little bit of cocoa, some orange zest. Yeah, some banana bread. I don't really. Get, me, I get so me. I get I get some fruit, but it's not banana, it's which banana is unusual because for 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 old Forster, I typically get banana. Should be. For for this kind of sought after bottle though, yeah. Do you get what people I mean, are paying a thousand dollars for? Exactly. So, some birthday bourbon, yes. This one off the nose, no. I mean, but but I, I haven't well, tried it. Yet. Hold on, it's not. 
I mean, how many people actually pay a thousand dollars for this Birdman and actually right. like, oh my god, I appreciate every complex character about it? Like nobody does that. No. So they're so you what you're saying is they're buying it because it's a birthday bird. Yeah. Okay. Or there's some they're buying there's it because some their kid was born this year, yeah. and they're holding it until they turn 21, and they're going to open it. To have an okay not. bottle what a, what 20 years crap. from now. Wow. To have an okay bottle <laughs> 20 years from now. I died. So it's a look, celebratory listen, kind of. It's bottle. a celebration bottle, yeah. right? Like well, for, for one, it's bottle, it's a beautiful yeah. bottle. So there, basically, there is no Old other Forcer bottle on the market. Marketing. I mean, you could say that, but but I will say that I've had a ton of Old Forster products that I think are, are absolutely fantastic. I mean, they are good at marketing. You're right. No, Listen, it's, it's good. So you took you you took a brand that used to be a, a, almost a million case brand in in the early 1950s. Okay, Old Forster. They turned into a 200,000 case brand by the year of 1990. So yes, they have marketed the piss out of this to turn it into what's now probably over a little over 1.8 million dollar uh, 1 million 8 point case 1.8 million cases. So yes, they have marketed the shit out of it, but I will tell you the thing that they've done that I think is so brilliant, which is why I'm such an old fool fanboy, is the fact that Are you the Opfo I'm not fan the Opfo fanboy. Josh, the Mr. Opfo fanboy is the Opfo fanboy, but I will say 1910, 1870, 1897, and 1920 mm-hmm. are what revitalized the old Forester brand to make them what they are today. The Whiskey Row series is what really, really brought it in. And, and I think that that is what made them what they are today. I'm, I'm going to stop you right there. I mean, okay. you're really going to say that the Old Foe's Signature 100 Proof is not one of the greatest drinks? No, it, it is. It is. It is. But the problem is is that most people have forgotten it. Uh, Nobody's outside, forgotten it. Listen, it, if you're not in the, state of, in the state of Kentucky, it's a staple. It's a staple at bars, though. I mean, so in the state of Kentucky. In the state of Kentucky. No, even outside no, of it. I, no. I mean, I it, travel for a living. I, I, I can safely tell you that people have Old Foe Signature 86 and 100 proof on their bar willing to make cocktails with it at the snap of my fingers. That's the problem, the cocktails. No, but cocktails are what sell bottles. People buy cocktails more than straight neat pours. I, I wouldn't disagree with what Matt's stupid. saying in some capacity, but we're no, also agreed. Also, no, no, no one's stupid. Everyone's <laughs> equal. But outside outside of our general area of Indiana, Kentucky, Tennessee, sometimes Ohio, if they want to be part of the cool kids club, but and like, Colorado, no, Colorado <laughs> falls in this category. But like, you don't get to go to these states and be like, "Let me see your extensive whiskey collection and what do you have behind the bar that's not on the list." Right? You can do that here. You cannot do that anywhere else. It doesn't exist. Okay, and I will so, get behind you on that one. And so when you have a cocktail being made, you're like, oh, well, what are you making it with? And they're always like, Old Foe 86 or Old Foe 100 proof? What do you want? And so I appreciate that Old Forester has had their signature brand be brought out to the rest of America to be made for cocktails because that's how you get it, people introduced to it, right? Right. I mean, very, you very get true. people okay. introduced that's to it. But, but I will yeah. say in... in Yes, you do see that. Yeah. More, more and more over the last three to five years. Yeah, if you pull out like mellow corn. But I'm going like, to tell you I'm right now, the majority that. of what I see when I go places, when I hit Florida or when I hit Georgia or when I hit... Jack Daniels. You see Jack Daniels. You see Jim Maker's Bean. Mark. You see Jim Beam. But not for cocktails. But, but, but it doesn't matter if it's for cocktails or not. When I think about bourbon, I think about a neat product, something I'm going to drink. 
Yes. Do I like a cocktail? Yes. We're such a small blip on the radar when it comes to that stuff. I get it, but that's what I'm saying. They've grown the brand from XYZ because of the fact that they've made other things other than Obvo 86 and Obvo 100. But I don't think that those, the Whiskey Rose series has made it out to the rest of America to be as influential as we would like it to be. It sure has. I'm I'm going to humbly disagree with you. Well, I, I guess we got to go travel and figure it out. Okay. I, I think you're going to find those on shelves everywhere across the country, and most people, if they've tried it, they they will immediately that's say false. That that's hundred percent. I can tell you right now, I've traveled to a thousand. There's not a thousand states. I'm obviously over exaggerating, but there's a, a lot of states, as you always do. Over exaggerating. There's a lot of yeah, right. <laughs> it just goes with the category. <laughs> There's a lot of ABC controlled states that do not carry the full Whiskey Row series. Yeah, probably. 100%. So therefore, the best products of the Whiskey Row series, in my opinion, in my is, very is the humble statesman. opinion, <laughs> I'm gonna put a dollar in the jar, but fuck off. All right. Just because they technically were technically that's a two-word phrase, so yeah. that's two dollars. You know what? I'll give you that one. I'll put two dollars. Here's a two-dollar bill. And he's bill. about to tell him to fuck off. <laughs> no, he's super accurate. I can't tell him to fuck off if he's not wrong. I gotta wait till he's wrong, and then I'll catch you on that. Fair enough. <laughs> but that, the statements taste like mint. All right, but in most. ABC controlled states. If you have the 1910 or the 1920 and you ask for it, which in my opinion are the two best, right? The 1910 is phenomenal. The 1920 is also Old great. fine whiskey and the uh, you won't you will not find them in a lot of ABC controlled states. Now, one can, thing that I will have to say is that uh, those brands are carried by Sam's and Costco. Correct. So they will get out to a lot of states and a lot of populace. Correct. But the ABC controlled states, so right the right the state government controls a lot of that stuff. They will not have those on hand. And it's terrible because those are products that will obviously set Old Forester above the rest, in my opinion. So let me ask you this. You're talking about Old Forester. Yes. I remember a conversation that you and Josh had. How do you remember that? And you you, you fought back and forth. Because he listens to the podcast. You fought back and forth over and over and over, which was better. Yeah. The old full single barrel, yeah, or the Buffalo Trace. Oh, there was barrel. not even a competition. No, but that's, was that's a personal preference. No, d- you even said, "Well, wait, I, mean, wait, I guess we're going to pick these three single barrels. I guess we're going to have to say blah blah blah." Okay. I, well, some of them were good. All <laughs> so, right. Listen. So, what you're okay. saying, you, you were wrong. Is that what you're saying now? <laughs> Could you admit? Are you going to admit it now? No, because <laughs> I still like the Buffalo Trace single barrels. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just checking. All right, so I will stand. Back? I will stick back my to guns. tasting notes, Barbara. What do you got on? Hold this on, I boy. haven't done any tasting. You haven't done any tasting yet. No, no. You're just so engrossed with the conversation. You you did. You were afraid to taste it. What's going on, Barbara? No, I've been nosing it the whole. You've been time. nosing it the whole time. So it's got a unique nose. It's got it's some very, cocoa. Very, got some orange zest. There's a whole zest. lot of. There's. I don't. You don't get the cocoa. What do you not? What oh are you no, not no, 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 no. I get the cocoa, and I I get a little orange zest, but I think it's a different type of almost citrus that I, I'm getting. I have a question for you. Ask away. If. So just based on the nose, because uh-huh. you haven't tasted it yet. Correct. What cocktail would you make with that? What and co- why? Mm. Yeah. So that's a very difficult situation for me yeah. because for the most part, there's only one cocktail I make or drink. Well, you, and, and that's you an old fashioned. And you made a great old fashioned, but uh, obviously you like cocktails. No, I don't. Okay. I was going, <laughs> I I was prefer- going for something that it wasn't nope, happening. Nope. I prefer my- Would you make an old fashioned with that? Probably no. not. No. no. Mm-mm. Why? Uh, I think for the our complex- viewers oh, who can the only complexity listen. of the flavor on the nose so far, 
I just I don't think that it would be a good mix for okay. an old fashioned. I like the ones that I mean, I enjoy bourbons and ryes that have a complexity, but they have to have not the majority of complexity. So it's got to have a little bit of a, you know, like four to seven-ish kind of noses or flavors that I kind of get through. Anything more than that, I just, I can't do it. Sure, that's fair. Because the complexity is so important to understand and follow and taste that I don't want to cut it with anything else. I do feel like on then this is my first time trying this particular bottle but it it seems to be on the nose it's pulling element, drops of elements from the entire like chart of bourbon uh, aromas and, and 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 I'm getting some potpourri I'm getting that chocolate a little bit of orange there's some wood notes to smoke it. for sure so yeah. it's to me for someone who is probably the the most novice of bourbon drinkers at the table it it is a very nice um, collection of of of, of scents, and I, that that's impressive to me. Even if the taste isn't going to be like that, it, it's just a, I mean, a fascinating. I, I think it tastes good. I mean, I think it, I think it tastes <laughs> it, really it's good. Fucking good. <laughs> I mean, it, it it is really Dollar. good. So, but I I will say <laughs> you know what? But it Based has some. His- Two dollars. That's but, a phrase. But some of those things really come through. Like I, to me, like um, like the Terry's chocolate oranges. Like mm-hmm. you get like a caramelized orange, some chocolate, and it's almost like a like a like a medium, like almost like a semi sweet chocolate. Yeah. Or like a like a cocoa powder chocolate, and then I would say I, I get a little bit of like caramel, some some of the vanilla. Like I get a lot of flavor off this. I get thing. like a Werther's original type. Caramel, I could see where you'd say the, that. Yeah. The caramel type. Yeah. Where that comes in, but then I'm getting, um, and ironically enough, you know, keep looking at this bourbon flavor wheel that I have in front of me, and none of it matches. Um, I actually am getting like a nectarine, hmm. where it's that little more sweet, but that still sweet got a fruit, little yeah. bit of that sour mm-hmm. of like a citrus almost. Um, I could see that. I, I mean, that's what I'm getting. It's a subtle it's fruit just, for it, sure. Yeah, it's yeah. A very, very I, subtle. I don't know that I would pick nic- nectarine out of that. Okay. Um, Clementine. Uh, no, I'm thinking more along the stone fruit side, like more like an apricot or, or or like a, a, a maybe a plum or a peach or what's, I mean what's something. A stone that, fruit. Stone fruit's anything that's got a big pit. It has a pit. Okay. Big pit in the middle. So okay. cherries. Good to know. And, and honestly, I, you could almost say like a really, really tart cherry. Like a really, really tart, like tart a bing. cherry, <laughs> like a Bing cherry, and and and, and I, I yeah. also get just a touch of coffee. I really do get a just a t- yes. a small, small touch mm-hmm. of coffee. But it, I I could almost see where you'd say a cherry as far as that. Matt, Matt, I'm curious as to what's on your mind right at this moment. Toby said something. Like, what's a stone fruit? No. He said. He said. Who the fuck knows what a stone fruit is? <laughs> Evidently, we do, and you do not. <laughs> Evidently, reading is fundamental. Toby's crying. He's laughing so hard. He's literally crying. That was the part of so the hard. conversation where he put his head down on his arm. He missed the stone fruit presentation. I mean, who, who knows that kind of shit? I mean, uh, like <laughs> <you> everybody? <laughs> I, guess, I guess I'm guess i the one who does. No, do not feel bad. Before I started bartending at Huber's, that we would we would talk about that, and I really didn't put it together. And then when you do, it makes sense. Okay. Yeah, once you put it together, absolutely. I'm I'm, so, I'm sorry. So because I've done another hundred episodes without you, <laughs> I learned what a stone fruit was, and I apologize. Evidently, I didn't tell you what a stone fruit was. 
He said, scratch your dick. <laughs> do it. Toby, do you Everybody have a cell phone? Everybody knew that, Toby. Wait, do you have a cell phone? <laughs> no. Do you have Google? Do you have Google? <laughs> Toby, just imagine someone getting mad at you and throwing a piece of fruit at your head. A stone fruit's going to hurt more. Not really. It could have just... No. The I don't know that a cherry's <laughs> going to hurt that bad. Let's be honest. Well, yeah. have you ever even an avocado would just like If it's a big fucking cherry, Scott, it would <laughs> I mean, it would have to be stuck a re- somewhere. Hey, you're if it, more dollars than If I it's a really now. big I'm cherry, I'm pretty confident 20. it's not going to hurt. <laughs> an apricot would hurt. An apricot definitely would hurt. So I Googled Peach it. Peach pit would hurt. Stone okay. fruit. It, it says droop. I don't know what the fuck a droop is, but it says droop. When I just Googled stone fruit. Okay. And then it shows a pictures of a bunch of fruits. Yeah. With big pits in the middle, like you said. Yeah. Exactly. Who the hell it's knew like that? something they'd show in a sex ed slide in seventh grade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does. Education. <laughs> Education's <laughs> fundamental, man. <laughs> I read. <laughs> I went to Jeff High. <laughs> peaches. I did go to Jeff High with all peaches. Peaches, <laughs> nectarines. Peaches. Nectarines. Okay. I know. Apricots, blackberries, apricots, raspberries, yep. cherries. Just because yeah. it's a pitted fruit doesn't mean it tastes like it. <laughs> so I will say, I would, I would never, ever, even though you just named them, I would never put a, a raspberry, raspberry or, or blackberry mm-hmm. into the stone fruit category. But at the same time, if you think about it, they Looks do like my have... fucking nuts in your face. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What's it called? Oh, pluots. You don't know what a pluot is? Yeah, my nuts in his face. No, <laughs> I don't. I'm going to pluot my nuts in his face. <laughs> Happy birthday to <laughs> us. <laughs> we don't want to know about what happened in his basement. Because you've never been <laughs> out <laughs> like oh, We got like a whiskey down there. Oh, Lord. Hey, I thought you were on Sober November, man. What are you doing over there? It's October. October. It's October. October. Yeah. Hey, wait till November. <laughs> I was doing just fine until you invited me over here and it all went to shit. You so, dick. God. I know. I'm really having a terrible time. I'm down the side of the bottle. You got to lick it. <laughs> a bottle liquor. Wasting perfectly good bottle of bourbon over here. Um, man. I don't think I've ever seen anybody lick this out of a bottle. Just this to is going to be the most anything. memorable opening of Except a bottle him. I've never tried in my life. I love it. <laughs> You've never licked the side of a bottle? No. To get the You're little, weird. Wow. You are weird. <laughs> How am I the weird one not licking the side of a bottle? He's like, I've bad never licked the side of the bottle. How am I weird? Bad called you weird. <laughs> hey. If it was a Don't bottle. Don't waste a drop. If it was a bottle of Clyde Maisie to lick the side of it. <laughs> That's Josh. He, he's a big fan of that. If it was some down home, you'd still be drunk off of it. <laughs> The worst part is that was 120 proof, like five year old. Yeah, five and a half died year old bourbon. halfway through oh. the podcast. But we didn't even, he didn't I, even try the other five bottles. I will not lie though. The first pour that, tr- that Toby took was like a half a Glencairn. <laughs> oh, so a barber pour. Oh yeah, he, it was a it was a barber pour plus. And Ooh, then I looked over and I was like, I was like, I was like, man, Toby, I was, I, why don't you ease up a little bit? I didn't, I didn't say Toby's it. Toby's like, this I was this ain't real. I was thinking, I was thinking, Toby, that's a little much, man. That's a little heavy, and, and I don't know if it's just because maybe he just poured a little. Extra because the bottle was a little heavy. Maybe he was limperisted. I have it no doesn't idea. Happen. All I know is that like he literally poured like a half a glass or half a Glencairn in there, and I was like, "All right, let's see how this goes." And then, sure enough, thirty minutes later, Toby's. You know, I actually went and bought that same bottle later. I know you did. Yeah. It was, hey, you had to replace the bottle. Was delicious. Yeah. It was. It was a good bottle for sure, hundred percent. So, all right, back to the tasting notes. All right, you all can. Wait, you all how many fucking more tasting notes? We've labeled every fruit on the. 
fucking place. No, even that's that stone the nose, you goofball. But d- the uh, finish on this thing, dude, is like rich. It's got right. some nice cocoa to right. it. The the chocolate, we, I will can, say, is the hey, most prominent note that comes through. Can on this we thing. get your honest opinion on this bottle? Yeah. What about? What it? do you like about it? What don't you like about it? So what I really like is I do like the citrus because I do like I think I think anything that's citrus forward is really really good because it gives a lot of uh, complexity to the flavor of the bottle. Yeah, I do like the cocoa. Okay, the rye spice is m- mid. It's not it's not great, but it's got some it's got some rye spice. But I do like the sweetness and the complexity on it. Like it's got a lot. It's got a lot. It's got a lot going on. You got a hundred bucks. You buying this bottle? You can't even buy this bottle. You can't buy this bottle for hundred bucks. What's retail on this? One seventy-five. Okay, one seventy-five. You got one hundred seventy-five. Are you buying this one, or are you buying three bottles of nineteen twenty or nineteen ten? Um, I don't know. Where am I at in my life? (laughs) I mean, honestly, I to drink, not to sell. No, I know. I I get it. So honestly, I mean, this to me is a little better than nineteen twenty. Now, I now if you ask me that in nineteen ten, I might buy three bottles of nineteen ten. I knew we could be friends. Well, All right, I'm gonna butt in here because you got kind of talking clearly. About you're, you're, you're doing something. So, yeah, um, he's, shake a, it a little I bit. Am he's a buddy. Basically, going to hey, uh, shake it a little bit. Like I'm gonna make, basically call this a uh, tiramisu in a glass. Yeah, it's got some coffee for sure. Yeah, definitely. Hey, you got to work for that mic next time you get it. I feel like the floral who says the floral he's not? disappears visually on the palate. Yeah, hundred um, percent. It is there on the nose for sure, but then the palate has that creamy, slight coffee, mocha type of of taste. Yep. It's a don't get me wrong. It's a very good bottle. It's very very good whiskey, but it's not. You don't think it's a two hundred dollar bottle? I don't, and that's fair. Agreed. Listen. That, that's fair. Everybody, can, everybody has their own opinion. I also don't think it's a nine hundred dollar bottle. Well, it's definitely not a hundred, nine hundred, or thousand dollar. I think there are very few bottles that are worth that kind of money. But very it's, few. It's because you want to, like you said, it's it's an anniversary bottle. You want to make sure that you have it when your kid turns twenty one or whatever. Right. No, hundred percent. Pop it out at granddad's funeral. Pop it out at a wedding, an eighteenth birthday, twenty first yep. birthday, whatever. I got way better is. stuff than that. <laughs> Well, yeah, but but you want something special, right? And I'm plenty of special. Unless you didn't like your This is nationwide. <laughs> Not everybody's going to get a king of Kentucky. He's in only Kentucky. Not everybody's going to get a pappy. Because we know you don't have a cock. There's no reason. <laughs> you don't got to tell everybody that. <laughs> Jared's over dancing. Man, I'll tell you what. Can't take that boy anywhere. He's so excited. He's like, I love cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. So, all right. Have fun editing this once. I don't even care. I don't care. This is our happy birthday to me. Happy birthday yes. to the podcast. Happy birthday to Matt. Salud. Happy birthday to everybody Cheers. that's been Cheers. on the podcast. Oh, yes. For real. Salute. So we appreciate it. So um, that being said, I, I think this has got a lot of complexity to it. I really do like the bottle. Um, is it is it worth $300 or $500 or $200? Probably not. But, it, but it's their version of what they think that... Th- their product was good for for that for that time frame, and and I respect Old Forester because I feel like they come out with some really really good stuff for the most part, um, and I enjoy it. It's still a good pour. I enjoy it. I don't think I've ever had anything with Old Forester that I didn't enjoy. Keyword there is I don't think. I didn't hear what you said. Keyword there is I don't think. <laughs> so so here we're, I'm going to actually read the tasting notes from Old Forester. No, no, I don't have time for that. The receipt's way too long. Anyway, if you want to reach us on Bourbon Barrel <laughs> So it says... Can you cliff note it? Yeah, sure. Orange highlights, um, caramelized orange, cherry fruit. A few other things. Vanilla bean. Bourbon. 
And then the taste is fruit, <laughs> sweet roasted coffee, mm-hmm. dark chocolate, whiskey, toenails, uh, charred oak. And then the finish it says is coffee, rustic leather, um, lingering notes of dark chocolate and velvety coffee. So, I mean, we hit all the notes. I mean, we, yeah, we said everything possible on the flavor wheel. Well, not really. I know I mean, earlier you said you wouldn't probably make a cocktail with it, but I could see I, would. I could see this going in in a coffee to to add some more aroma to it, a little bit more uh, punch I put it in my to coffee. it. I would put it in a coffee. Yeah. yeah. But I wouldn't consider that a cocktail. Mm, what my if it was like an cocktail. espresso martini and it was a martini that had bourbon? Well, I mm. wouldn't touch that anyway, so whatever. Oh, you wouldn't really? drink an espresso martini oh, if it was great. made with bourbon instead of vodka? They're all the rage no, in not Ireland. Why no, not all the rage I don't like Ireland. coffee. Oh. oh. I like espresso. So that so so do you not like this because it's it's, it's got a coffee heavy taste? See, and for me I'm not getting coffee. You're not getting coffee. No. So I get the cocoa and I get the coffee. I get the I cocoa. Get, yeah. Um so and I think this is one of those bizarre things where it comes into different palettes and females have a tendency to be a little odd. Nothing wrong with that. that, I did. None of of us said that statement. I did not say that. Every husband ever has thought it. (laughs) That's because you're not married yet, Jared. Yeah. Good point. We don't think it out loud either. (laughs) All right. So I am getting a lot of like a black tea with spices. So what I'm thinking, what I'm getting is like a chai. So that Indian spice type creamy back if I, taste. If I put this in a chai latte, would you drink it? Yes. Fair. Mm. Okay. All right. Two Starbucks. <laughs> so I, I, I had, I I'm not typically a chai person. Okay. My kid loves it, I but love I'm, not, it. I'm not a big chai person. Chai, chai. Honey Brothers has this new, it's called All the Fall Things, and it's a mixture of coffee and chai together, and it's got some other flavor. It's actually delicious. I, I was shocked at how good it was. I won't touch it. You can't it. really taste the coffee. It's You'd mainly chai. You'd be impressed. So. Of course, I am the one growing up. I would pick the mushrooms out of cream of mushroom. Well, yeah, because you're smart. No, I could find them. <laughs> no, you're smart. I hate mushrooms. Yeah, I don't. I appreciate mean, that. Yeah, because they're a fungus. They're gross. And they're gross. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. So, but so, so that's what I'm getting. So I'm ironically I'm not getting any of that coffee. So which otherwise I would have already put this stupid thing. So down. what if we put that in a black tea? Then we drink it. Probably. Okay. What about hot chocolate? Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So before we finish this episode, hot chocolate in general. <laughs> yes, that sounds delicious. I, I want to give I want to get everybody's take on because everybody's listened to a bunch of episodes here, right? I've what, never what's to what's an what's one of the favorite episodes that you've listened to, or what what's one of the favorite episodes you've been involved with? I've never listened or been involved in an episode before. <laughs> Anything that they said about me is false. And then, uh, which one would you say that you like the least? I love every episode equally, <laughs> what a just douche. like I do everything of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was generic as hell. Yeah, Something I, tells me that's not true, but whatever. No, I mean, obviously, Spirits of French Lake was freaking great. Yeah, I mean, when you start out with something with Spirits of French Lake, we, I don't know that it's ever gotten to that point where you... Thank God it never got to that point again. <laughs> it, but it, it's it's hard to get there. Um, we did a great job getting there. <laughs> but just what I think is impressive is the fact that this stuff is hard to do, and you're still doing it. So congratulations. Thanks. 
And there's a lightheartedness about this show. There, there. Some people in the industry can be real dicks about it, Jar. and make you feel inadequate if you don't are not at their level. the The nice thing about when we did the Den of Thieves first episode, it was like my brother in laws and you and our home, and it felt it felt so inviting that it was a group of friends sharing a good bourbon. And everything was positive. There's not been a negative element to this podcast. And there's a lot of negative shit in the world right now. So to have something that is truly enjoyable that you sunk your your heart and time into, and then to just freely welcome other people, like especially like me who doesn't have much good bourbon, but to include us, like the everyday kind of drinker, is, is a special thing. So yeah. it's yeah, a good thing Scott has a face for radio. <laughs> Absolutely, that, that he helps. has a hard on for my cooking. I mean, I'm I, I will say he does make some fantastic <laughs> shit. Um, Why aren't we there? But come over, <laughs> fine. But but <laughs> and this is it for bourbon. We're gonna go eat some fun good food. So uh, to me, that's what bourbon's all about, right? Like, and we've talked about this on every episode. Bourbon is about sharing. It's about caring. It's about doing different things for people in the industry and and, and just finding a niche that, where we can all find a place that that's common, right? We find something that we like and we love and, and it's bourbon, right? And how do we take that to the next level? So, I mean, for somebody to be a complete, you know, dick or a douche about, you know, oh, well, you don't know anything about this. $2 in the jar for you. It's just ridiculous <laughs> that you would do that. And two for you. No one can see that. That's two more. <laughs> just, before, just because, just because they can't see it doesn't mean they can't get charged. That's right. Oh, it's getting charged. We but. take American Express, Visa, and MasterCard. <laughs> Discover. So, Discovery's uh, not welcome but, but, here. But, but I, pr- I appreciate the kind words. But but I, but to me, that's that's, that's what bourbon's about. I mean, you know, I mean, when I met you guys at at at, at Starlight, and you said, "Hey, man, we, we love what you're doing." Things to that nature. I, I literally, the first time I was ever recognized by my voice, I had a guy come up to me at Wilderness Trail and say, "Are you Scott Minton from Burbrell Talk?" And I was like, y- "Yes." I was like, "I have to go change my <laughs> pants. Hang on a second. <laughs> Because, I mean, like, you just, you would never guess in a million years that, like, the impact that you've made on people, that, yeah. that people that literally you don't know that they are They knew in, your face from with, the podcast? No They way. didn't know my face from the podcast. Just kidding. They knew my I'm voice. But, like, but, but, thank like, God. Literally. Thank God for sure. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, the fact that we have listeners in all 50 states. <laughs> we're in 37 countries. It's amazing to me to know that, like, I could I could literally walk into some place in 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 Give Switzerland or in, talk or in Belgium, where we have listeners, and, and there's a possibility that I walk into a liquor store and I'm talking to somebody and be like, somebody be like, oh my god, are you Scott Minton? Like that freaks you, me out. Do you like and go it's to happened sleep at three night or four. That happened. It, well, I mean, it's happened multiple times in Switzerland. Not in Switzerland, but I mean, it's happened multiple times but like, in the state in of Kentucky. Switzerland, do you hope that that happens? It like, would be do you really walk into a liquor store. But listen, how could would that be though? But how it would be so cool. It would be super. You would literally have to change your pants. Yeah, probably might. I might have to. It'd be justified. It yes, but that's the thing. You'd be like, hey, I've reached somebody. That's so cool. That their first language is not even English, and that they 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 care enough about what we're doing that they're listening. And had you told me three years ago that when me and Toby sat down at the first episode and we literally explained. What bourbon is? Okay. How do you distinguish bourbon? 
and what our opinions about bourbon were, that that's what this would turn into. I'd have told you you were out of your damn mind. They I said, was going to ask a serious question. When you did start that first episode, did you in your mind expect it to go where it has gone? We didn't think it'd be, we'd go past 20 or, or 25 episodes. Or was it just episodes. like two buddies getting together talking yeah. about bourbon? Yeah, absolutely. Somebody said if you get to 10 episodes, you're successful. And then what? What's it now? What do I mean, you mean now? One hundred eighty. Eighty. Yeah. yeah somewhere around like one hundred eighty. Yeah. Lovely. Awesome. And and we had almost twenty thousand downloads last year. Almost twenty thousand. Wow. I mean, like That's fantastic. The the fact that you know, like I said, I mean, I, I had no idea it was going to go. The the first time I had somebody email me at bourbonbarreltalk at gmail dot com, it was a guy named Jeff Hunt, and Jeff Hunt was from Columbus, Ohio, and he said, "Dude, I love what you guys are doing." And Jeff is one of the best dudes that I met during this whole process. I've never actually went and had a pour with him yet, but so cool about it that he actually does a couple of sports podcasts and a couple other things. He's like, I want you to come on just because I want your perspective on something else. And he was cool enough to invite me onto his podcast. And I went on and did his, and we, we did an interview and, and, and a review on some other stuff. And it's just really cool that we I've had those opportunities because of this. You know, and uh, and I thank Toby every day, you know, in, in some capacity because he kind of pushed me outside of my comfort zone to come do this. I mean, I've always talked to people and I've always done things. I was an announcer for basketball and volleyball for years, softball, all kinds of stuff. But but getting outside of my comfort zone to to because I hate the way I sound, honestly. People tell me I have a great voice for radio or I have a you know, I have a great face for radio, too, because they can't see me. <laughs> but. But it's funny that it's like, because of the shirts. I guess it is. <laughs> yes, you, you like my movies. <laughs> it's the movies. Um, but it's just and crazy that, that all these things have, that that have, that have occurred over the last all those you things, know, long movies. Time. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, you know, it, it is so. So, Barbara, you you've been on a handful of episodes. I have, and you've listened to a lot of episodes. I say quite a few. So, favorite is there a least favorite? No. No. They're all no. great. Well, and I think for me, what's most interesting is just to hear the different opinions of everybody else. So, and I know I a broken record on this, but I am 100% when it comes to bourbon and to a lot of things in my life, I am, <laughs> my husband is over here motioning to me. I'm going to kick his butt later. Um, you could kick it now. We wouldn't be mad. Bring it on. Um, I'm. Uh- Again, my motto is to each their own. Everybody picks something different. Everybody tastes something a little different. And nobody is wrong. And I think that's the important thing about bourbon is to hear that. Well, some people are wrong. No, nobody (laughs) is ever wrong. It's your opinion. You're right. You're right. Nobody is wrong. But there's a lot of people that will tell you you're wrong. Agreed. And I think that's what makes the good people good. Yeah. And I think it's important to understand that, yes, people are going to say that you're wrong, but at the same time, you know, if I were to sit next to somebody else and they're like, all I get is coffee, you know, at the same time, that's fine. If that's what you get, great, fabulous, I'm a-okay with whatever you taste. Everybody's taste buds are different. Like, I could put my sister, of course, my sister won't touch anything bourbon because she just can't drink it. Um but she and I, and I'm an identical twin. We she and I, that. no, she, no, 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 no. Diane doesn't know. I love my sister. Mm-mm. I love um, your husband's mannerisms. mannerisms. I know. Right I, now. And you wonder why I put up with We call ass. them Nickisms. Yes. So, and I know that Diane and I, even though we are identical twins, 
both of us would come up with completely different flavors and different noses and everything different. Identical. But that's the beauty of bourbon is that's what it's made for. And that's what is so important for me is because everybody is different. There is no wrong or right answer. And I think so many people don't understand or appreciate the different flavors and notes and noses that everybody else gets. And they all want to say, well, I'm right. I'm right. You're wrong. I'm right. You're wrong. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't see that in a whole lot of, um, bourbon cont contexts, (laughs) you know, just talking with the average Joe or Jane on bourbon. I'm everybody's very open on what they feel and what they taste and how they appreciate the different flavors. And bourbon has, and I agree with you, and bourbon has that his, history and that passion that that master distillers and, and people that work in the industry have is is something different than most any other spirit. I mean, you can, you can comparatively say, well, winemakers are like that, but there is something more magical about the process of taking grain and then making something a complex liquid that anybody can have an opinion about. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. One thing I want to point out before, before you wrap this up, I don't know how long you want to do. I'm going to wrap it up soon. So you better Um, get your, get your two cents worth in. This podcast would not (laughs) $2 actually one, 100% this podcast would not still be going on without one person. And that one person isn't, and I don't even know if you know who I'm talking about. I have no idea who you're talking about. Marianne Eves. You know, you're probably right. She came on the podcast. Who is the? She was a master taster at Woodford. She was the master distiller at Castle, Castle and Key. Key. Yep. And then she went on to do some other things. But she came on during the middle of COVID because we started this October in 2019. Yep. Um, we March of 2020, uh, COVID hit. We were like, we don't know. We're we're not going to be able to go out any place. We're not going to be able world. to do anything. And we had dead air for a few for a few weeks. Yeah, for sure. and we we didn't know what we were going to do. And I mean, we did some goofy stuff with uh, that that one goofy bourbon with the spires in it. Oh yeah, um, Oaken Eden. Um, and she came on the podcast, and that one podcast kind of got a lot more downloads than everyone before. Um, and the fact that she was able to come on and, and really promote the, uh, what she was doing and, and castle and key and stuff like that. I really don't believe this podcast would still be going on without that interview. And by God, I wish she would have told me about Sweeten's Cove then. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. <laughs> I tried to tell you about it. You didn't listen to me. Yeah. Well, always man always knows something before somebody else. Yeah. Knows. That's super accurate. <laughs> but, it, mean, is re- <laughs> it is really accurate. He usually does no shit before me, but, but I mean, I we, hate to give him credit for it. <laughs> You you talked about several. Uh, we've talked about French Lick and Dunham Day. And that, that was probably the most impactful. Yeah, I mean, but po- podcast Neely, slash interview that we uh, did. Royce Neely at Neely Family. Um, mm-hmm. you, you, a new riff. Yep. Uh, Barstown uh, Starlight. I mean, Starlight, Starlight was huge. I mean, Starlight was huge. I mean, did, you know, the the Ted and, and Christian and did, what did it was I, just great. Did I even tell you how I even talked to them? You did tell me about that. Literally, Toby went in, and if you want to tell the story, you can. Yeah, I was was talking, I was looking at a bottle, and and there was a gentleman, I had no idea who it was, and he was telling me about this bottle, and I said, you sound like you made this. 
And there was a woman sitting next to him and said, yeah, he, uh, Huber makes all of this or, or Starlight makes all of this. And no, I said, it sounded like you made this. And he said, well, yeah, I did. It was Ted. And I didn't know who that was at the time. And he goes, well, come over here to the, the bar and let me show you some other things. And he, and he started giving me some t- samples, some other stuff. And I, cause I told him that we did a podcast in about three or four weeks later, we ended up doing a podcast together. Mm-hmm. But it was just one of those things where he was, he was in the in the distillery right there mm-hmm. talking to folks, and and willing to give the tasting notes and everything like that. So mm-hmm. Starlight is one of those. Uh, and I, I owe Dana and Ted and and Christian and them a, a lot of thanks because they really helped me hone. I feel like what my what my taste is because of the fact that I've been able to walk through. And spend a ton of times in their Rick house, you know. I mean, I mean, hell, the first barrel. How pick fun we did, is that? The first barrel pick that we did, Matt. I mean, what did we tried twenty something barrels. I can't tell you, I honestly remember. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was a dumb number of barrels. But and I picked my favorite one. We did, yeah. We we picked your favorite one, and we picked my favorite one. I so. still love that. I still love that barrel to this day. Still love it. The four what was grain. It? The four grain. Four yeah. Grain. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. The twenty twenty. The disclosed. level one char kill yep. and four grain. So, and it goes back to what Barbara said about that range of people. Is but in their range of people in the bourbon industry, you have the guys that buy it just to sell it to make some money. Yep. But then the majority of people are good people that want to share it. There's an excitement there, um, and it is a camaraderie kind of thing from the distilleries to the table that we're sitting at right now. Yeah, Oh Carter was another one of my favorites. Oh Carter, he he loved Mark and Mark, Sherry. Mark and Sherry, mm-hmm. dude. I mean, like the fact that they brought it. I mean, hell, the first time me and Matt went and did O Carter. He literally brought out the, the Vario twenty seven year. Yeah, oh I god! Like, I mean, like I mean, like he brought out the gambit. The, I mean, the, like, the like old old everything Carter. that he had. I mean, like the twenty seven year, the thirteen year, the twelve year. I mean, he brought out everything. We tried the batch four, batch five, four, and six before, four, they, five, came before, before they, they even came out. out. Like bef- I, like months told, before they ever. It's came on. Out. It's on record. I said batch five is one of the best things and I've Matt's had in right, a long Matt's time. Right. Match five is delicious, and you can't find that bottle now. I mean, it's you can find it at my house. Yeah, one of the other podcasts that was done too was it wasn't bourbon but we had a, an absolute blast was uh what's the one downtown right there oh brother? brandon copper and keys copper and keys yeah mm-hmm. okay. holy crap did we just that get was oh, episodes. Dude, we, trying to all that stuff oh my god and there was we one that tastes like cotton candy oh. and i mean he was pouring some stuff out of the barrels oh, that just it was just oh my god yeah you're, you're so, welcome for that one but we, we we've we've done a lot and and i appreciate everybody that's been on this journey with us and and it's funny because the family's grown. Like, I mean, it started out with me and Toby, and then it then then it was me, Toby, and Josh. I mean, Matt. And, Matt. and then it was me, Toby, Matt, and Josh. And then it became me, Toby, Matt, and Josh. And then I picked up a, a group of fans that people that came to me. It was Timothy Van Ripper and and uh, what was the one guy's name, man? That had all the wild turkey stuff, man. But he invited me to his house. But he's super, just super good people that kind of went in, and then it flipped in and we were just doing distillery after distillery after distillery. And then all of a sudden I meet another cu- cool group of people, you know, I go and do some stuff with Jay Tedder and Brian Bikey. And then I did another few episodes and then all of a sudden I meet the Brocks, you know, and then all of a sudden I meet the den of thieves and like, <laughs> and before you know it, I mean, it's and just regrets it since then. I mean, <laughs> and he a, sounds like it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> 170 something episodes later, we're here at year number three. And I mean, you really, I just, it's been a journey that's been fun. I just wish it's Josh been real. was here. I just don't know that it's been real fun. And and, and, and yeah, I wish Josh I was here too. Um, Josh, unfortunately, he, he's got a sickness. Somebody's sick in his family, so he couldn't make it over tonight. So I was sad by that too. But, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, everybody's got things going on and things to that nature. But, like, 
it's been a hell of a ride. It really has. And, and like I said, I can't thank people enough. I mean, I, I love the fact that Brock, the Brock's opened their home to me multiple times where we've just came in and we've just shot the shit and we've brought in some stuff, some cool stuff. They've let me try some stuff off their bar. And, you know, and I've done the same thing with John and his house. And I did the same thing with Nick Hayden and his group of people and Stephen J. Scott, the legend. And I mean, it's just the sheer number of folks that have been on this podcast over the last three years is just an insane number. And he doesn't care about your house. We've had a good house, thing. Toby. No, I do care about those <laughs> things. But you guys have been along for the whole ride. I mean, like Toby's been there I since know. episode one. You've We're been there since messing. episode three, right? We're just messing. You know, even even Craig from the Louisville Bourbon House, like Craig was cool enough to bring us in, let us try some really unique things. You know, even though he really pissed me off and kicked me out of the bourbon house for no reason. <laughs> um, but, dick. <laughs> dick. Uh, but, but, but that's the thing. I mean, even he was cool about certain things, right? One? So. Dollar. <laughs> so so I, also dollar. Yeah, I know. Scott, what are, what are some things that you also are future dollar? Looking whatever you're about to say has a curse word in it. In the future. What are some, what do you have any insights as to what, new things you might like well, to do or avenues you l- want me, to explore let me answer that let me answer that for him a little bit but okay. stuff oh, that okay. i would like for him to do so i i, I w- would love for you to go back to spirits of french lick and try to read recapture that moment of of uh spirits of french lick with alan bishop so um, I, I want to go back and capture that with with Alan. The problem is, is Jolie's not longer there and is no longer there. I, I still think it'd she, be a fantastic. She still may time. come in. No, she may come in, but only I, if I ask her to. But my thing is, I think <laughs> if if we got if we got them the two of them together, it, it, dude, it would be liquid gold, right? It would yeah. it would be awesome and things like that. I, I think the big things for me is I I really would like to move to the video component, um, only because I feel like that's where everybody's at the TikTok world. YouTube, YouTube shorts, mm-hmm. you know, Instagram video. I, I feel like reels. that's just, yes, exactly. Yeah. So that's where the world is gone, right? Mm-hmm. I know. And there's nobody in this room that's that fucking ugly that say we can't get them on video. Yeah. I mean, oh, whatever, Maybe Nick. You're right. You're right. No, but but I mean, like, you're right. You're right. I mean, if Bruzel can do it, we can do it, right? Uh, true. You yeah. know, so, but he's a good dude. He though. is a good dude. You know, but that's yeah. the thing. We've done a ton of great interviews, we've done a great, ton of great conversations. And it's been a hell of a ride. It really has. Let's keep it going. Absolutely. That's the way I look at it. So this is our episode of Bourbon Barrel Talk. Happy birthday to us. This has turned into Happy a Joe birthday, Rogan indeed. episode. 103 minutes in, or no, I'm not, an hour and three minutes, not 103 minutes. <coughs> oh, so like 63 minutes. <laughs> anyway, we, we appreciate we, you we guys could for keep listening. We this going for two oh, or three I could, hours we if could, you We literally to. could. We, we literally could talk about <laughs> all the episodes that we've done over this time frame. But anyway, we appreciate you guys listening. We appreciate you bringing, being a part of the podcast. We appreciate you being part of the family. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email them to talk at gmail.com. You can look us up on Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitter. Make sure that you download those episodes as soon as they hit, whether it's through uh, iPod, whether it's through iTunes, what is it, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all those Amazon, good things. Amazon. Amazon, any, any of them. You can find us. So this is Scott, Matt, Toby, John, Nick, Barbara, Jared from afar, and, 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 our, and our boy Tim over there. Just so Tim's cell phone. We heard Tim's cell phone more than Tim. Peace out, you guys. Peace out. Good night. <laughs>